Okay, so I'm a little scared that Slash is is giving the impression that Van Richten's gonna Hulk out. Um, like like, or I shouldn't say Slash is giving him, him the impression that he's gonna Hulk out. Miles, the player, is concerned that Slash is pushing Van Richten to Hulk out. Um, uh-huh. Like this this whole you know bestial image that he saw in his nightmare. Like, oh, hey, uh, means we gotta wear something helping us fight or. Yeah. We gotta kill him one way or another. Van Richten's gonna get a stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's gonna be this bestial form. I mean, at this point, what's one more fight in this boss rush? Yeah, no I mean, kidding. come on. Oh, it's been a it's been a good rush, hasn't it? It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Stab our friends in the face. Rekill Van Richten's wife. Generational trauma. Like you know. At this point, I'm just. I just feel like Erasmus is going to show up. We're going to stab him in the neck out of habit. Oh, no. Maybe so. You <laughs> never know. You never know. I like this hulked out Van Richten idea, though. <laughs> I like it. Good. Great. He just oh. turns around. We need to fight one more battle in this in this freaking root cellar. Hmm. Truly, yeah. the root... The root of all evil. Uh? We're in the root <laughs> cellar. Uh-oh. I am like, I am one, I am one, like, bad decision away from just screaming at the house and being like, are you going to talk to us now? Are you going to talk to us? We have to listen to you? No, I'm almost like, I am murderously sure one of the Taroka cards was like, you will find something in the root, in the, at the root of all evil. Go where the innocent at the root of evil slept, and we already found the doll. Oh, go to where the innocent was the root of evil slept. Okay, I see, I see. Well, that being said, do we want to try for a short rest, a long rest, or what are we doing? Well, we got to make sure that Van Richten doesn't decide to go gallivanting off into the woods. <laughs> That's up to him. He's made his choice. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You guys are all a little angsty here. Sounds like you guys are ready to just jump back in. Uh, just a little bit. I like it. So emotionally charged right now, man. Like, we need to resolve this. I've been waiting a week to resolve this. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a fun one, I think. Uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> Let's play some D&D then. We'll start where we left off. Van Richten at the top of the stairs of the cellar. Just about to go outside. For those of you taking notes, 10.10pm is what we're going to call it. One by one, you guys have just fought off the ghosts of quite a few people that Van Richten has loved over the years. You've already fought Claudia DeShane, Lamin Venari. The horse Tasha, and now in this ghostly gauntlet in the cellar, you just fought Gedar the dwarf. You fought David, the well-spoken priest of Tyr. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you fought Lenara Theridane. Ha 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 ha! A lot less funny and a lot more emotionally damaging. Oh, right. That was fun for me. <laughs> he also fought Van Richten's wife, Ingrid Van Richten. And as you fought Ingrid, she accused Van Richten of breaking his oath to his family, of his promise to protect them. 
After the fight, though, he managed to kind of shrug off the words, said that he didn't break his oath to his family that he set out that night in hopes of protecting them. But he does feel like he broke his oath as a healer. He admitted that that night he set out with vengeance in mind, that he set out to to do the Corvera tribe as much harm as possible. And after suffering through everything he's had to suffer through tonight, Van Richten, for a brief moment, seemed completely broken, completely defeated. But with the right words, you folks got him back up and talking. But you could tell that the anger in him has grown, like something has changed. He's got this kind of far-off look in his eyes before he walks up the stairs. He's already running his hands through his hair, kind of pulling at the sides of his skull as if he's hoping to pull the bad thoughts out of his mind. But as he was kind of stomping off, Slash, you kind of accused him, kind of maybe challenged him to stay. How would you put it? Um, If I remember, Slash was kind of just reminding him, hey, you you leave now. You go out there. Radonovich wins. And then because Slash is callous, he also would say that for him leaving is tantamount to being a coward. Um, Again, trying to beseech him and, and appeal to his sense of honor and duty that he does hold in high regard to figure this out, to, to you know, stick around in spite of all the hardships. Let's do a, a persuasion check from, from old Slash. Oh, goody. Um, that is... First one of the night, that's a dirty 20. That's pretty, pretty good way to start things off. I would say. You see Van Richten's shoulders kind of slump a little bit, and he turns around kind of midway up the stairs and starts making his way back down. You still see, like, seething with rage, but something is in his eyes, maybe something in the words you guys have spoken to him, tell him that he's, or remind him that he's not really angry at you folks. He says, I, I apologize. That was a lot. We've all been through a lot. Not just myself. And kind of looks at Looster as well, who's, been Clearly. white knuckling it the entire time <laughs> <laughs> for episodes now. Mm-hmm. Looster just trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. So where should we go next? Then what? What do we do with this information? We've done a lot of. We'll think about it later. We'll deal with it later. Where? Where were you going, Doctor? You were leaving with such purpose. What What was the plan? What was the idea of going out into the rain after all of this when you're on your last legs? Was there a plan? It's to do something. To do something! Yeah. To do something with no plan that, that just makes us go in blind, which gets us hurt. The last time the doctor was like this, I presume would have been not unlike... When you first encountered the Corvera tribe, forgive the impudence and perhaps the 
the callousness by way I ask this, but uh, where did you break your oath, Van Richten? And were you about to break another just now? As I certainly had no intentions of breaking another just now. As far as where I broke my oath as a healer, I... It's... It's hard to tell, but after my... But after encountering Ingrid, I can't help but think that perhaps you were all right earlier when you suggested it could be my clinic. It is in that room that I gathered my things. It is in that room that I was torn with the options of grabbing a few belongings and joining Ingrid in the carriage to go to Rivalis for help or choosing my sword cane. So perhaps it was my clinic. Hard to tell. I have, however, also been thinking about the reading that you did with the Taroka deck to Santius, or that Radonovich did through you. It is hard to say exactly what it is that happened there. For what it is worth, I believe that perhaps the deck was drawn for Tess. We were all concerned at what perspective the readings were coming from. But I like to think those things were said to Tess. I... Everything that's happening points to the house wanting our help. I think, in a sense, the house performed the reading. Hmm. If that is true... And this place where I became an oath-breaker is my clinic. Then the fortunes would imply that facing Radonovich there would thwart her in some way, grant us some advantage. That makes sense. Or perhaps I am mistaken, and it was not truly you, Tess, who the fortune was being told for, but... Radonovich, who possessed your body, I believe. It is hard to tell. I believe if I'm correct and the clinic is the place the fortune spoke of, then going there is a gamble. Well, it is something, though. Well, the question is, do we rest and then go up? Do we go up now? How do we know that it will bring Radonovich to us? Do we not have to bring the house to order first? Because until the house is in order, she still has power over this place. Almost as if to remind you there's a loud boom of thunder and the sky outside illuminates. And far off in the distance, you just for a second think you might have heard a a bit of a cackle being carried along by the wind. Van Richten says, and that is a power that grows by the minute. Well, then I agree with you, Lustra. We take a moment to bind our wounds. And if if we are going into battle, it will be in the clinic. It would seem that way. My chief concern would be that if we do go into battle, must we go in the evening or can we go in the day? We have been to the clinic in the day, no? 
We have, yes. I think we've been day and night. Yeah, oh. the wall the walls attacked me. It's true, we have been to the clinic at night before. Well then, in that case, I, I feel like we need to bring these wandering spirits to peace. That seems like the only thing that we can change now. Maybe if the spirits are freed, uh, Radonovich will have less control in the realm, and maybe the house will finally be able to fight back a little. Prepare us for uh, a final showdown. Whatever happens, I feel as if she will strike soon, this gauntlet of hers that she has recently thrown at us shows her desperation. She's throwing every card she has at us, trying to stop us. That makes sense. We've, we understand how to bring the house to order. And if she gives us another, if, if we live through the night, it will happen. I think I can, I think that I can speak for all of us when I, th- when I say that if we are given another day here, we will cure this house. And if I was trying to destroy it or take control of it, I would try to snuff us out as soon as possible. So maybe you've driven her to that desperation already. Looster almost matching that desperation, pacing back and forth. Well, we didn't see Duchesne, right? So it seems like whatever things we, we've killed... It doesn't seem like they can come back multiple times because we haven't seen Deshane tonight. That I'm sure if Radonovich was throwing everything, then the fact that Duchesne didn't come back or previous ghosts or, you know, my father didn't come back. She's running out of loved ones. Exactly. What else could she possibly toss at us? To Van Richten's MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, a part of me wants to explore the house because it's like, maybe... She's gassed. Maybe she has nothing left. I mean, so are we, but I, I just don't know. I want to do something. But looks to the rest of you, takes a seat, just, I, I, I don't know what to do next. I, I really don't. Resting doesn't feel right, but it's probably the best thing. I agree. Slash nods in agreement. As much as I would like to be rid of this accursed place sooner rather than later, it would seem the most prudent thing to do would be to bind our wounds and recover, not just physically, but... And Slash sort of looks at his quivering hand for a moment and steadies it, but emotionally as well. Van Richten and ourselves have been through a lot takes time to process these things. Time is truly the the best healer in many cases, even if it's only for a night. Or give me an hour, I can align at least some of your chakras, get what? you back in the fighting order. I was going to say, if we just take an hour and patch up, we can run through the house, she doesn't go, ah, final cr- confrontation, then we take a full rest. Get the house in order, come at her all guns blazing. Above the table, uh... It's ten ten. How long do we have before we start making con checks for exhaustion? I think that's just because we had a really, really long day the first time. Ten fifteen. Uh, at this point, after all this conversation, yeah, exhaustion checks wouldn't come into play till like super early tomorrow morning, kind of thing. I forget the exact time, but it'd be tomorrow morning. Like if you don't sleep tonight. Okay. 
you're doing checks in the morning, but you you can stay up all night without having to do the check though. Jeez, yeah, then if that be the case, then yeah, I would be down for a short rest and just secure the rest of the house to see what we can find, to see if there's hanging bodies, for instance. Um try and figure out what it, we need to do for a lease. Um and then go for a rest. Like a long one. Yeah. I mean above the table, uh my order of operations would be short rest. I spend my key points again to uh, to try to remove as much stress as possible from people who need it. And then we go take a look at the clinic. That will either start something for us or confirm that we have more to do. And then that'll give us the answer. Yeah, like, I mean, on a short rest, like... I'm not a damage dealer, I get that. I've got a lot of utility, so like a short rest would at least give me my bardic inspiration back, which I'm sure would be useful for a lot of things. Um, I've still got two slots left. i got a level one and a level three. So I'm down for the short rest idea. All right, short rest, let's go. Yep. Short rest and right here in the root cellar. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. All right. Anybody using hit dice? Because Slash will give his uh, speech of rest. All right. I think we... That's assuming we get our short rest. Uh, That is true. The hour is spent... I mean, you guys can barely have conversations with each other. The rain is making so much noise, slamming up against that wooden cellar door. You can hear the wind howling through the little cracks but you do make it through the hour. Oh, excellent. All right, so add an extra D6 if you're using hit dice. All right. To bring uh, us to 11.15 once you guys have all your ducks in a row. Hell yeah, max on the hit die, plus max on short on the song of rest. So, yeah, that it, was... It's hit die plus con mod, right? Correct. I also have a few more healing spells if anyone requires... Is it a D6 on each hit die or just one? Just one, just one D6 okay. is all you get. One. Everyone looking pretty good. David, how'd you come out? I rolled max on the speech of rest and on a hit die, and I spent two and I managed to heal 23 points. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good now. Feeling good. Yeah, I blew two hit dice as well, plus my song of rest, uh, or sorry, speech of rest. Hmm. Yeah, that I'm maxed out again, so I'm back at my top HP, which is a whopping fucking 40. <laughs> oh, cute. Hmm. I'm I'm up to 41 out of 44, so it's about... That's pretty oh, darn good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 43 of 60. Troubadour all set to go? 67 of 67. Dang. All right, and I have all of my key points back. There we go. Which is... That's huge. It's pretty big for one Colin Olten, uh, or Tessentius Thalandril. I have my etherealness back. Oh, sick. I get that back on a short or a long rest. Ooh. And I've got my unsettling words back. Well, bardic inspiration, but let's be real. It's (laughs) it's my unsettling words counter. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to 1115. PM and the plan is now to exit the root cellar and head into the house. Yep. Mm-hmm. Richton House proper. 
with uh, the intention of going up into the clinic first, kind of head into straight to the clinic. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Unless we want to stop off and check in on Elise. She's going to be catatonic. The well, more rooms we go to, the more chances uh, Radonovich has to soften us up. If there's going to be a fight in the clinic, I'd like to be there as, as topped up as possible. That's fair enough. We can always check Elise after. Yeah. I mean, chan- there's a chance that we go in and Lustra tries to hit plants again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At 11.20, you guys all arrive to Van Richten's clinic, a room you've been to before. I'll remind you kind of what's going on in here. The walls were covered with that, like, vine motif wallpaper. There's, like, you know, beautiful, lush, leafy green vines across, like, a yellow background kind of thing. Big, thick carpets covering the floor, desk with a couple chairs next to it by the door. And you can also see, you know, there's a bed and some shelves containing old medical equipment, small little jars of stuff that is beyond recognizable. And there's also like a little, a little door that leads off to his workroom as well. Like his little, where he actually conducted all his alchemical experiments. All right. Okay. No one hanging from the rafters this time. That's good. Pro- this progress. That's good. Lustra, can you smell anything? Sniff, sniff. <laughs> Perception. That's a seven. You still pick up like a faint, lingering smell even with the seven my passive with stress would be 12 still on the air in the air lingering catching something little 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 bits and pieces not not as overwhelming as it was tess uh sort of like having the fact that radonovich sort of like took control of her for that taroka reading is like having herself be reminded of that she's like a little, she seems a little agitated and just, we're getting, we're getting looser to smell the, the doorway, uh, at this point in Tess sort of like, she gets a little bristly and says, all right, okay, we smell something. Steps in. All right, Ladonovich, you here? You here? You're going to take control of me again? What you got? Anything? Are you over here? Are you on the bed? She'll like punch the bed just just walk in and nighttime test is a little more stressy, <laughs> depressing. Everything here is as you punch the bed at that same moment, the room illuminates the flash of lightning outside. One that you can tell was fairly close. You can hear like that snap and crack of a big tree branch, probably getting severed off a nearby tree. Corpse than an old lad. Ah, but no answer from any Radonovich, and Van Richten kind of looks up at the ceiling as well in frustration, almost echoing your words, and says, "This where are you? Face us! You're the coward here. What is all this? If 
If you mean to make me regret what I did that night, it will not happen. All of you deserved what you got. Face us. Nothing. You can see Slash sort of give out a deep sigh. Doctor, I know it was many moons ago that it happened, and I'm sure that the memory is fuzzy at best, but you said you struggled in this room to decide between your sword cane and what I presume would be the healing option. Where would you have done the healing in this room? Typically, if I had a patient, I would have brought them to the blue room or to one of the guest rooms. This is... This is where I conducted most of my studies. Where did the Corvera tribe person reside when you brought them in, when you decided that you would not treat him? Radovan. Radovan, yes. Like I have said before, he never entered the building. Hmm. Where would you have uh, picked up your sword cane? It would have been there. And kind of points to a corner. Troubadard runs over to the corner. It's not there. It's on his side still. Yeah, but where? That's where the event happened. So he's just trying to be in the where, maybe. He starts kind of doing laps around the room. He says, I do not remember exactly where I was standing when I chose to pick the sword up, but this is this is probably the corner, and nothing crazy happens, There's though. no hints on the sword cane, maybe? Any what? There's no hints on the sword cane? No, he says, I've had this thing for years. I assure you I haven't missed anything about it. Well, if there was an old ratty doll and then a fake doll that was made here, I'm wondering if in the day there's going to be another sword cane. Plus, if something's new, he hasn't exactly had glasses to read it in the last couple of days. As we checked the clinic... Day and uh, night? During the day, there was no sword cane. She, like, yells up at the ceiling. Are you going to tell us anything now? Are you going to speak to us? Are we supposed to listen to you? The you wind, spoke through me before. The winds start to pick up even more outside and feel the windows of this room are almost vibrating under the pressure of the wind. And Van Richten just kind of snarls and says she still builds her power. Of course, because she's not strong enough yet. You hear that? You hear that? You're, you're not here because you don't want to. It's because you can't. It's because you're not strong enough to even show your wrinkled, ugly, dead face. Who has the spirit board? I'm mm. sure it's in the bag of holding. Slash produces the bag of holding. Looster takes a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Slash rolls his eyes, opens it up, and takes out the spirit board. I'm wondering if we should talk to you-know-who. It's Erasmus. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. Cat is out of the bag. Hmm. That's a... Not a good cat impression. (laughs) You're right. Oh, Lunara, if only she were here. (laughs) We would not be having a big problem like this. Deep cut. That's fine. (laughs) Take my joke back. (laughs) 11.30, 11.30, we'll say, is when the spirit board gets brought out. Because one thing I want to do is I want to make sure that he's here. And if he is, if we can try and communicate through that. If not, 
I can go have a chat with him, but it only lasts for a moment mm. to see if maybe Erasmus knows anything. Not just that, but to also see if there is anything on the other side that is infecting this or is a kind of a nexus point for Radonovich. Well, it's either I read what he says or I look at the room, but I don't think I'll have enough time to do both. Mm. That's why I want to use the spirit board to see what information he has, and then I can go and check other things. All right, well, let's make contact. So I'll use the spirit board and ask if Erasmus is here. Put the little planchette on it and ask if he's hanging around. You wait a few moments. The little planchette does not move. Hmm. That's... It's never not worked before, right? Nope. Yeah, it's always worked. You haven't used it a lot, but it's always worked before. Radonovich, are you here? No movement. Hmm. Well, that's uh, a bit scary. How long do you spend on the other side, Lustra? A handful of seconds. Mechanically, it's a turn. Yeah, so it's a six, turn. Yeah, so yeah, six yeah. seconds. Okay. Enough to at least see if there's anything different on the other side. I would definitely notice that. Like I said, it's just for the briefest of moments, but yeah. When you did it the last time, did you spot anything that we... For example, when we were at the stables, we saw that you know we you had smelled the horses. But I suppose you weren't on the ethereal side when you No, I was... It was right after the fight with my father that I hopped in. Mm, and you saw Erasmus, correct? Yep. And if memory serves, I didn't see Elise. Elise had no presence on yep. the ethereal, that's correct. Uh, yeah, Elise had no presence on the ethereal plane. Interesting. But Erasmus was, you know, essentially right where you would have expected him to be, just hovering mm -hmm. a few feet away from his father, mm -hmm. like always. You going to go check, see if he's there? Uh, well, I short-rested. I got it back. I won't be able to do it again, but in all honesty, I kind of want to. I feel like we need more information. Like, above the table? Like, if we don't find out what's happening right now in the clinic in the blue room and we don't get any sort of lead as to where to go to next, I think it's Operation Long Rest, but, you know. Yeah, well, well it, so I might as well then. Uh, where's the blue room relative to the clinic? Because I can also travel through walls while I do it. So it's like I can look around, stick my head through if it's like adjacent, for instance. The blue room conveniently is like just down the hall. It's the next door down from his workroom. So coincidentally, I can actually face through walls while in ethereal form. So what I could do is I could press myself up against the wall adjacent to the blue room while in the clinic. Look at the clinic turn my head around, stick my head through the wall, look at the blue room and see if there's anything there, and then make sure I'm just on the clinic side when I'm done. Okay. Can, can you only move on surfaces? Or can you fly? It says that I can move through walls. I think you can fly. It's etherealness, yeah, so it's yeah. a level it's 7 like, spell. Yeah. Why? We're right underneath the attic, and we weren't able to go there last night. Mm-hmm. You could at least pop if if you can like phase through floors as well as walls, 
Um, you could at least pop your head up and see if there's anything there. He can move up or down, but every foot costs an extra foot. So okay, so you'd have like you'd have to dash. So you can do yeah one or the other, but you'd have to basically pop your head through and then come back. Otherwise, we're coming up to the attic to you. Hmm. Well, I feel like that's two seconds of room. Like that's that's not a lot of time. Yeah, I think we need to really sort of ration the time out, like a quick peek at the other room, and then really focus on the clinic, because I think that's the the point of import. And once again, we're checking for Erasmus and any other potential ghoulies that might be sticking around, you know, not up to but not including, you know, Radovan or Radonovich or hell, you know, Aslan Rex for all we fucking know. Yeah, six seconds isn't very long so i don't think you'd be able to check like multi you can't check four rooms in six seconds i don't think but what what does looser want to do what's looser doing looser wants to use etherealness and he does want to check at very least the clinic i it's not enough time to check the other rooms i'd rather be sure of the clinic so i'm not going to transfer rooms and try that i'm just going to check the clinic to see if there's anything weird i'm going to be looking for Spirits that don't that shouldn't be here, and mainly for Erasmus as well to see what's going on with him. Absolutely. So I'm going to my eyes will flash uh, a pale white, and all of a sudden I momentarily disappear from the rest of the party as I hop into the ethereal plane. Gone. And you spend your six seconds wisely and efficiently. I'll definitely give you a quick peek in those two rooms that are essentially right next door to the clinic. I don't know about the mm-hmm. attic, mm-hmm. Uh, but you find no change, no ghosts lurking in the corners, anywhere in the clinic, no the objects room, that appeared or anything, nothing that wasn't there in the material plane. You managed to confirm the same about the workroom and the blue room right next to it. There's not the ghost of old Aunt Helga waiting to eat (laughs) you in the blue room. But most disturbingly is that for the first time in maybe, from what you understand, decades, Erasmus is not hovering next to his father. He's not here. Oh, boy. Well, I pop back into existence right uh, close to where I started with a very somber, concerned look on his face. What did you find? It looks over to Van Richten. Nothing. A cackle fills the air outside. The wind causes the window in the clinic to explode and shatter into thousands of tiny little shards. The wind just comes barreling into the room. Bottles fall off the shelves. I need all of you to make a deck save. At a minus four, if I'm not mistaken. At a minus four, thank you. Minus Uh, four, minus stress. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that too. Do we get the pluses from, I would presume, the pluses? That is the lowest I've ever rolled, I think. Van Richten got a minus six. Holy Holy shit. That makes my zero seem so much better. (laughs) You're doing great. Plus two for being next to Troubadour. (laughs) Minor included. Yeah, I got a five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Tess is like... 
she's like looking out the window and then she full on matrix like twirls that's a plus seven minus five so 22 22 slash what'd you get five lustra i got I got I rolled a fifteen. That's a twenty minus my stress and the saving throws. That puts me, and then the the aura that puts me at fifteen. Troubadour, zero. Oh, twenty four with Troubadour's aura. There you go. Uh, Colin and David, both your characters take three points of piercing damage. Everyone else takes six as shards of glass just essentially start whirling around the room after that gust of wind tess uh like a leaf in said wind um manages to uh manages to kick off a wall and do some really cool like midair spins like sort of like that horizontal twirl uh and with evasion i take no damage very nice very nice Unfortunately, there's already water like pooling up next to the window. And if you remember, the temperature outside now is very, very cold. You can all feel that chill air. But now what? What do you do now with this news? Yeah, I break it to the rest of the crew. Um, I saw nothing. The room was the same. The blue room was the same. The attic was the same. You didn't go to the attic. Or I didn't go to the attic, yeah. Let's go to the attic. All the rooms were the same. Erasmus wasn't there. All right, Erasmus is missing? Mm-hmm. So we look for him. Are there any places that he would go to? There's only one place we haven't been. Right, Troubadour? Attic. I think it's to the attic, then. Good idea, Slash. Well, Troubadour, you should really have these ideas. Like, <laughs> thick. <laughs> but what if you are correct? What if they are in the attic? Well, we'll only get beat up by more windows. So let's go now, if not. I only speak of my fears of the Taroka reading. I don't think the place it refers to is the attic. No. If she is there and we are confronted by her, we will not have whatever advantage the cards think we will have here in the clinic. Well, how do we get her to come here? I, uh, uh, Tess, like, goes over to the shattered window and just screams out into the night. Does this mean you're on your way? Are you finally here, you coward? Nothing? That's that's about right. That's what I expect from someone like you. Or do we wait for the day where it might be more advantageous, not just for us, but also the house? The house seems to prefer the day, at least when it comes to the light, dancing on the plants, bringing life to things around it. Even if it's howling in wind and rain, surely the time of day has some kind of impact here. Are you sure it's where you made the decision or you made the action? Like, conviction's one thing, but doing something, you know, actions speak louder than words. He shrugs and says, Honestly, I regret saying we shouldn't go to the attic. As I said on day one, I... 
I fear the influence my words and actions have on this place. And he kind of puts his arms up in in submission, in a sense, and says, I will follow. You lead. Well, but- I say we just toss this room and see what we come up with before we go. All right, cool. The wind has done half of that for us. Tess <laughs> kicks over the table. Anything, anything fall out? She's just, like, really frustrated at this mm-hmm. point. Kick over the desk? Yeah. Yeah, nothing falls out. Ransack it! And we've confirmed that the spot where he started slaughtering Corveras is not within this bubble. That's right. Yeah. It would have been outside of the bubble. The only other thing I can think of is we've already been where he had that um, weird hallucinatory conversation with Aslan Rex. And we've already been there. But he has no memory of that conversation, so maybe if we go up to the attic, something happens to him because he has no memory of it anyways. What's in an attic that would cause somebody to go up there to to grab something to go and slaughter a bunch of people? It was like a weapon or something. We're going to see faster than we're going to figure it out, so Mm -hmm. Troubadour just starts walking towards the elevator. Okay. Yep, might as well. Yeah, we got no choice here. Spend 20 minutes pontificating or six seconds walking in the attic. You... I'll get onto the lift on the second floor. Troubadour is going to stand against the wall just on the off chance we get thrown onto the floor again. (laughs) You hit the buttons or pull the levers that need to be pulled. You can feel the elevator start to rise. That little click as you hit the third floor. And then I need all of you to give me a charisma saving throw. Minus five plus two. At least for me. Well, I failed considering <laughs> it was so ridiculous the first time. Uh, I got a natural one. I got a 12. I got a 13. I got a negative two. I got a negative, including the aura from Troubadour. Yikes. I got a negative six. Yikes. Van Richten fails as well. Comes in at a one. All of you, again, get convinced that the entire elevator is plummeting back to the ground. So convinced of it that some falling damage gets taken. Ten points of falling damage. And it is falling damage? It is falling damage, Okay, so I will use my reaction to negate that. Okay. Everyone else is looking pretty beat up. I'm doing fine. But you've been through this trick before. You even kind of like open the elevator door just to see. And sure enough, like you're on the third. It stopped hard on the third. Even mess with the levers, hit the buttons a couple times. It just doesn't want to go up. I really wish we saw what was in the attic. I really, I, I mean, we need to go outside. We need to like. That's it. Fucking send, Troubadour doesn't care. He's walking outside, walking up the, and he's gonna start tearing into the fucking shingles. You're going, like, I, I'm outside going the, the house. Balcony, spider climbing up to the roof and tearing at the fucking shingles. The second you step foot on the balcony, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh shit! Six. I'm sorry about this one. That's a lot of dice. 
The moment you step foot outside the shelter of the Van Richten house, one of those bolts of lightning <gasps> just comes careening down from the sky and slams into you for 34 points of lightning damage. Fuck. Tess will scream through the door and she'll try to pull him back in. I'll just walk back in myself. Yeah, you can can come right back in. Yeah. Well, uh, she's still running out to, she's still running up to you to help. He's going to basically, you know, be, be jolting and being whatever and, uh, he's going in the fuck it. He's going into Carl's room. He's like, "All right, time to sleep." I think. Uh, my guess is into whose room? Joseph's room. Joseph's room. Sorry. Right. Now Carl, he's just brushes himself off, uh, as if he as don't if he give didn't a just fuck. Take his half of his health bar in damage. Yeah, and he's like, it's like, all right, if. If they don't want us going up, and if the house is stopping, we're waiting for the ghosts in the morning. That's my thing. Unless somebody's got a better idea, he's going to start getting comfortable. Slash will just look up at the ceiling uh, directly above him. I presume that we're in still in the, sort of like that main area by the clinic, sort of like the landing area, as it were. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah and, and yeah, the only... I'll just to let you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys realize it already, but the only other way up really lo- really looks like the elevator is just not going to cooperate. The elevator does not want to go to the attic at night. You know, you do your investigations and all that. There's no real logical explanation for it. It's almost like when the ghosts shrug your truths off that don't align to their story. The elevator's like, no, we're not not (laughs) going up there. I'll tear out the ceiling, too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you could... Climb the elevator shaft is would be yeah. you could go that route without having to go outside, uh, but you just do what you will. Yeah, no, I was actually going to ask, you know, like, is there a way we can lower the elevator without being in it so that we could do exactly that? That yeah, was kind I mean, of my question. You could like bash out the top of the elevator or whatever if you really wanted to. Yeah, we'll call it midnight right now as well. I feel like. I'm, I might be tunnel visioning on the ghosts too hard, but I feel like whatever power is protecting Radonovich is in the house being out of order. Once it's back in, once it's back in order, I feel like the house will have some sort of power to help us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to go so, to sleep for eight hours. All right, like almost like this whole that elevator's like the blood. <laughs> I almost feel like like this elevator is kind of like the boss door in Zelda, and to get the boss key, we just got to fix Elise and Joseph, and we'll be fine, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, we can't go outside. We'll get struck by lightning. All right. There's nothing else left in the house that I can think of. Tess can go outside. Best of luck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe it was just a... Straight bolt of lightning? Yeah, just fluke. Lightning doesn't strike twice, does it? (laughs) Very good point. No, 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 no. <sighs> no. I'll, I'll, stand, I'll stand by the door within 10 feet if you want. <laughs> Anybody got guidance? Uh, I really, really want to try that, but I feel like that is just us getting into the gamer gumbo. 
At 12.05, when you feel like the noise of the rain against the house couldn't get any louder, it does. And you realize, like, winds have picked up so much outside. It's not even just rain anymore. Now it's, like, it's debris. It's sticks and twigs, tiny pebbles. We're, like, you know, an easy... Category four hurricane outside right now. Holy shit. Okay. Easily. Let's go center a mass. You make your bubble. Magic will protect us. House can be rebuilt. Do we do this in the root cellar where it's possibly safer? We have to go outside into the to get to the root cellar. Oh, that's true. The chapel was safe last time. Go with a known factor? Or do we just stay right here? Ah, sweet. We can be stabbed by fancy glass. Yeah, let's it's say, also yeah, on the st- ground floor, though. I do not wish to be on an elevated place when the house is ready to crumble. Musician's nook! <laughs> it's been there the whole time! <laughs> we go there and Radonovich is just crouching. Oh, hi! Playing a hurdy-gurdy for some reason. <laughs> no, 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 you have to pull the curtain back first. <laughs> Radonovich Oz. <laughs> Um, but no, real talk though. Um, yeah, chapel. I think would make the most sense. A night in the chapel. Mm-hmm. A night in the chapel. We arrive at the chapel. We'll call it twelve ten a.m. The storm doesn't give up for a moment, but as you enter that chapel, the altar filled with many different icons and religious symbols there is that feeling of calmness of tranquility in this room that you just don't find in the other rooms of the house we doing like a slash's tiny hut kind of thing sure are so again that image of almost a book opening like you guys inside this spectral library is such a cool image and Galoss also sort of, you know, fluttering around in his own freedom. A bit of, yeah, a bit of extra running room for Galoss. This spell almost being like an extension of Slash. Pretty cool stuff. Throughout the night, you can hear the elements outside testing the chapel. You're certain that at multiple points lightning must have struck the roof of the chapel itself dust occasionally little pebbles fall and sprinkle onto the top of Salash's tiny hut it is a long long arduous night of being on edge and wondering quite frankly if the chapel is going to hold there's definitely parts where You're questioning it a lot. But we make it to the end of a long rest. Everyone does benefit from the effects of a long rest. (sighs) 8.10 in the morning on this brand new day. I say everybody benefited from a rest... And everyone does, like, health point-wise. But you notice that Van Richten 
did not get a wink of sleep throughout the evening. You know, Tess having to sleep, just meditate less than everyone else probably noticed it more than anyone else. But Van Richten hasn't slept a wink. And as you're all kind of waking up in the morning, he says, I'm I'm sorry I tried to settle my mind, but I I fear I have not been able to refresh my spells. I I'm quite sorry. It's fine. It's good. We didn't have you use them as much last night. You're going through a lot. Yeah. We are here to help you just as much as you are here to help us, sir. It's also around this time though that Joseph now has been awake <laughs> for quite he's been awake for a little bit. That's Oh, good. that's right, yeah. Him and Elise are already up and about on this fresh new day. Well, honestly, that's probably for the best so we're not all standing around their bedside. Hey. Yeah, he goes <laughs> down like, in the chapel. Just, just go like, immediately catatonic again. <laughs> little less awkward today. Yeah, I I feel weird not starting a day here with my blade at someone's throat, but I'll I'll get over it. <laughs> the first thing I guess you notice, though, when you wake up is that, again, the weather has only progressed in the wrong direction. It's only getting worse. At this point, it's like it's so overcast today that it might as well be dark out. It's like the sun didn't even rise. There's barely anything coming through. Enough that you lose the minus four to your saving throws. But if you just look outside a window, there's hardly any difference than there was at midnight. It is essentially pitch black today. And it's Joseph's voice that you hear first, like just marching through the halls. Like, Where is everybody? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Where's Casimir? Where's Carl? Where's Greta? Where, what in the world is going on? And he probably, I I like to think, comes and checks the chapel, maybe hopes that everyone's playing a trick on him in there and sees you folks for the first time in his mind. And is like, oh, oh, young Master Van Richten, I didn't expect you so early. I wasn't expected for for at least another day or two. uh, Quite sorry, Master Van Richten. It it was a heck of a day here. Everyone's missing. (laughs) He always makes me smile. Oh, man. <laughs> Quick thing. Uh, as we're short resting, um, or as we as we long rested, would Tess have been able to um, uh, spend the four hours before she needed to trance um, just going and settling her sleeping companions and spending her key points to remove some of their stress? Oh, yeah, sure thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how much stress does everyone have? Just give me a... Three, one, zero. Van Richten has four. Okay. Uh, I think it makes sense. Um, she would have spent the first little bit just with her hand on Lustra's forehead um, as he as he slept and just sort of almost channeling the, the stress and negative thoughts that he has sorry, um, and removes... All three points of his stress provides healing, but long rest. And uh, for the rest of the night until she needs to trance, um, she 
would have just uh, tried to make Van Richten as comfortable as possible, uh, and she'll spend the other four to remove his. So VR is down. You take four points away? I take four oh, points. sweet. Uh, and he didn't get a rest, so he didn't heal, so I will roll the healing for that as well, if that's cool with you. Yeah, absolutely. He wasn't short too, too much, but yeah, he is short some HP. Uh, 10, 14, plus 12, that's 26 all told. Dang. Well, that brings him to full. Cool. Do you require healing? <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, no, I'm good. Thank All you. All right, cool. Anyway, sorry about that. Just wanted to make sure I got to spend them. Yeah, no worries. Uh, good call. Definitely could come in very handy. But yeah, there we are. Storm outside. Full rage. Category four hurricane type stuff. And now Joseph is in front of you. <laughs> Elise! He starts calling back behind him. Elise, young Master Van Richten is home! All right. Uh, uh, this is going to sort of like look at everyone and, and side mouth them. All right, do we ask him about Elise or do we just say that we're from the IRS? <laughs> <laughs> we're praying to the god of ledgers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um... Actually, Slash wants to quickly and sneakily check to see if the ledger is even still there. Like, do we still have possession of it? You do. Alrighty, cool. Um, once again, staring down that one entry into only Furbolgs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, just to make sure that he had it. Um, and we'll just continue on. Um, Slash realizing what he did last time to Joseph and Elise. Um, is just going to keep his mouth shut this time. Fair. Uh, well, uh, uh, Elise, Elise, um, your young master, Van Richten, was just telling us how wonderful, how helpful around the estate Elise was. Is everything all right with her if there was anything that was that she might need resolved in her life would you as her father know that sir <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about elise kind of shows up at this same time though uh you overhear her whisper to him she's like no i checked the house i can't find her anywhere and assume you're talking about or you assume they're talking about the missing greta uh Says, oh, young Master Van Richten, it's good to have you home. All right. Okay. Slash will interject for a moment. Yes, it would seem that Greta and Carl, very early on, before the weather became poor, uh, decided to go for a picnic. I feel like, given the weather and how inclement it has become, that they likely retired to Carl's residence, given the safety and the proximity to where they were going. Ah, yes, that would make sense. Perhaps the boathouse or somewhere. Yes, yes, of course. Ah, well, if she's with Carl, then I'm sure she's okay for now. Uh, deception check, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that is uh, dirty 20. Yeah, he seems, seems convinced. Very well. As long as she's with Carl, that's fine, I suppose. A picnic in this kind of weather. <laughs> My goodness. I'm sure it just happened, sir. 
Um, by the way, um, I'm Lustra. This is Tess. This is Salash, and this is Troubadour. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, How rude of me! I'm, I'm very, very distracted this morning. <laughs> when you got here, did you see someone named Casimir? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe we saw somebody of that nature at the gatehouse. Although it was difficult given the weather and the way we came in. I just really I just really want to be like, oh yes, he uh, he handed us this book to give to you. He said you dropped it. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I mean, like is it that easy? Is it that simple? Are it we just be. making it? It might be. Um you know what? It's worth a shot. Um, Slash, he goes catatonic. We no, no, the day. Um, uh, Slash, having um, uh, already put eyes on the ledger earlier, um, will look to to Joseph. Um, yes, and Casimir also explained that uh, apparently he had found this in a stable. I'm not sure if it was just misplaced. Um, he said it was of great import to you, though, and he will produce the ledger. Oh man, called you his father-in-law or something. It was weird. <laughs> All color <laughs> drains from Joseph's face. So where did you get that? <laughs> Slash will put his hands up. It's not where I got it. It's where Casimir got it. But what's important is that it is back in your hands. Is that not correct? You didn't read it, did you? <laughs> Listen, uh, not at all. It's it's a moo point. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, because fur right? And it's a moo. It's a cow's opinion. Nobody cares. <laughs> I do. I love you, cows. What's that joke supposed to mean? You have read this, haven't you? <laughs> what I have you seen? I assure you, I have seen nothing, sir. Um, what brought you to think I would of a turn of phrase? Unless you were hiding something. Nope. <laughs> Puts the book in front of his crotch. <laughs> Nothing at all. Regardless, I, Casimir wanted to extend his apologies and explain that he would not be able to make it given the inclement weather. He felt his duties at the guardhouse were more important. Um, so he will not be here for lunch. Hmm. Although well, if all this is true, and none of you have really read any of this, then... To Casimir! <laughs> <laughs> no, no glitter? Darn it. He's going to start, like, stomping away as if he's going to go out the front door. Joseph might be going outside here in a sec. Oh, jeez. Um... I, mm -hmm. uh, Tess is going to sort of like reach out a hand and say, if there were any inconsistencies in these ledgers, I'm sure that they were made for a good reason. And I'm sure that anyone who tried to hide them would have his reasons. What kind of check should we make here? Uh, acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> I do some front flips and land in front of him and say that. Yeah, yeah, if only... I don't know. I think I personally think either persuasion or maybe insight to see, if, you know, to check to see the reactions out of him from it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just. I like persuasion. Okay. All right. Intimidation. That would work. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I am equally bad at all of these. <sighs> ah, shoot. Uh, oh, 
I have inspiration. Yeah, we'll burn that. I'm gonna gonna burn that to not keep with my consistent um failing at talking to people. Haven't rolled the dice yet. Let's go. I feel like if the numbers are the same, it doesn't matter much. Intimidation feels like it it fits more. There's just that yeah. underlying tone of like, I know what's up. Yeah. If someone had committed a crime, mm-hmm. I'm sure nothing wrong would happen. Yeah, it's kind of like the Sopranos would be like, it'd be an awful shame if this happened. It's kind of like that kind of intimidation. Yeah. All right. Please be intimidating, small elf. Ten! Mm. I mean, it's better than I could have rolled. I got a five on the other die. You have guidance from Van Richten? Yeah, I do. Maybe. Let's see if that gets you there. (laughs) And if that doesn't, I'll throw you a bardic inspo (laughs) because Tess is trying her best at being social. (laughs) I'll just speak really slowly to give all of these spells time to go into effect. But... Uh, that'd be 12. Plus 6? To bring it to 18? Yeah. yeah. After a bardic inspo? Yeah. I can settle with that. I will accept your resource. Not a problem. There you go. <laughs> I'm just imagining, he's like, to Casimir! And then all of us are like, whoa, 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 and we all work together to stop him. I like it. You grab him right before he walks out into a bolt of lightning. <laughs> Turn into giblets again. <laughs> right? Be like you know, Groundhog Day when they get to the montage part and he's just like dying over and over again. It kind of be like one of those scenes. Yeah. We'd have this ourselves a, very a quick little five minute day and move to tomorrow. <laughs> Joseph turns with color returning to his face now a redness perhaps of shame or embarrassment (laughs) anger and says of course I I I knew Casimir knew the truth I knew it just just blackmail me what that's horrible what did he want me Gone from here, I suppose. I, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Master Van Richten. Uh, he just kind of drops to his knees. He's like, I, I, it, it started as a small. It was just a small, a few gold pieces. I thought perhaps I'd, I, 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 I pay for a subscription to <laughs> just one, just a small subscription. I didn't just... mean to. They give you thirty days for free, and then <laughs> he forgot to opt I out. I forgot to cancel. <laughs> started accumulating over time, and then it started sending me push notifications and ads. <laughs> Oh, we're horrible people. Uh, In all seriousness, he says, I remember it was only a few gold in the beginning. I'm but a servant. I'm just a butthole man. (laughs) The best buttleman. My daughters were... Greta was born here, for goodness sakes. I just... I wanted my daughters to have a better opportunity. If they chose butling, then so be it, but 
I wanted to be by choice. I just wanted a better life for my daughters and some security. And it got out of hand. I'm so sorry, young Master Van Richten. Your family was always so good to mine. Your father was... He always made sure I had everything I needed, that my daughters were well taken care of. He promised me he'd pay for the best universities once they grew. You and Maria got along so well with Greta. You all, like, we were like one big family, Master Van Richten, and I... I'm sorry. He lets out, like, this really long sigh of relief. And... It looks directly into Van Richten's eyes as the form of Joseph starts to dematerialize and fade away into glitterly, glittery little motes of light. Thank you. Thank you, young Master Van Richten. Thank you for the opportunity to let me apologize. You were a great bottle man and a great hustle man. I was the best! (laughs) (laughs) Around! Only prime rib for you. (laughs) You were the best. Group hug! We'll see you guys next week. Hey!